Hey guys, future Rebecca here. So life is crazy. And this week, instead of our regularly scheduled program, we're releasing an episode that was initially released on Patreon. This one is special though, as in it's not part of our investigative style bonus episodes for those who contribute $5 or more a month. This one is extra special because I found an article, just one, sources one, then subjected my co-hosts and all of Patreon to it, and now, much to my amusement and co-host dismay, we're sharing this with everybody. Small disclaimer, we recorded this episode back in March of 2020, right before we didn't leave our houses for six weeks, so we still sound incredibly optimistic. I'm not jaded, why are you asking? Anyway, uh, before I carry on too long, if you haven't joined us on Patreon, there's quite a bit over there. I think there's something like 50 plus clips of bloopers I've taken out over the years. There's also the bonus episodes we put out monthly for those who contribute at $5 or more. There's also fun swag. I hate how much that word is appropriate here. And all new members get sent a holographic sticker while we have them. Link to the Patreon is in the description, or you can find it at patreon.com forward slash ladies is strange. Haha, Tiffany, I stole your line. Okay, so that's enough of me talking. My cats think I'm crazy. Uh, Link to the crazy article y'all are about to hear is in the description. So good luck and enjoy. Welcome back to Patreon. Yes, welcome. Oh, we're in Patreon land. Yeah. Patreonlandia. Surprise! We're doing something special for y'all. You're welcome. Happy day. Yeah, with all the craziness that's going on right now, we figured this would be the perfect time for Rebecca to give an update on one of her previous subjects. You guys are going to be so excited. Can't wait. So, this was brought to my attention by a very faithful fan who is also a patron. And today we are talking about the International Square Earth Society. Ashley just rolled her eyes harder than I've ever seen her roll them before. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So disclaimer, but uh, it also kind of doesn't need a disclaimer. I am using one side as my source. But it's a good one. And we're kind of reading through it. Most of the website is based on Bible verses, which means the logic is incredible. It's so great. It is not. Yep. I've got no words. My head hurts. I don't like it already. Are y'all ready to dive on in? No. So square earth is pretty much the same thing as round earth, except it has four distinct corners. These four round earth. No, it's like what round earth, but has four distinct corners as earth as flat earth. Flat Earth, you said round. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) No. No. So so the very (laughs) first sentence of this article reads, it is a well-established biblical fact that the Earth is flat and immobile. Uh, And then it gives a list of scripture that demonstrates why the Earth is flat and immobile, and I read through all of them and rolled my eyes real hard. I have to go to the dentist tomorrow. It's gonna—I I should not bite my tongue as hard as I am right now. <laughs> 
So after giving a list of these Bible verses that are proof that the earth is flat, the next sentence is, but far too many lazy biblical literalists today ignore the plain fact that the Bible also tells us that the flat earth does not have curved edges. Um, what? <laughs> so... Here's, How long do we have to dive into biblical literalist behavioral? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, biblical literalist. Okay, in the Bible, a lot of it is analogy. A lot of it is sort of. I, I get. I get that. I'm explaining it for the okay. sake of our <laughs> listeners. Whereas this, the some people believe the Bible should be taken absolutely literally, word per word. So the, no, because. Night, mm, I would say, mm, I am not going to give a percentage, but a very large percentage of it is a giant metaphor. Yeah. That's why this is fun. This is, I want, mm -mm, nope. So I have views on that book in general, but like, hey, you do you, boo-boo. Just don't, no, don't, (laughs) don't do this. (laughs) Just don't what? I'm sorry. Don't do this with the information. (laughs) go out and give to the poor and accept your neighbors (laughs) don't accept your neighbors (laughs) except for during our current times maybe don't accept them into your home so soul distancing or you know sit in a room and record a podcast together so the the author roger wilcox goes a little bit into some of the vigilant fighters who fought for the flat earth society but they made a grievous error of assuming that the earth was shaped like a circular disc nothing could be further from the truth so wait hold on this is like flat square earth yes yes not like cube earth no fucking christ So, Book of Revelation, chapter 7, verse 1, makes the following unmistakable statement about the shape of the earth. <clears throat> I maybe shouldn't have said fucking Christ when we're talking about the Bible. It's but fine. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree. Note it said four corners of the earth, and that's where they're just going to grab hold and run with it. Hmm. Uh, out of all of that, that's what you grab onto? Yep. So okay. this clearly shows the Earth has four literal corners. And some big ass angels. Yes. I mean, that's a different story for a different time. One might argue that the edges of the Earth between these four corners could be curved. But let's look at a couple other Bible verses for fun. Mm, let's So it. one thing to note here is this article seems to be using the New International Version I think. So for those who don't know, the Bible comes in different versions, King James, New King James, New International Version, etc. There's a bunch of theological discussion on which is better for what reason. We're using NIV for today. It doesn't really matter. This whole subject is hilarious. So here, here's my thing. If we're going to look at Revelations, Revelations is, if you're not familiar with the book, it's basically like one giant acid trip. Yeah. It is. So if you're going to take something literal from the Bible, don't take that book. Let's see. In the first chapter, let me just pick something. Let's see. Talking about... Do you have a Bible app on your phone? Yes. Ashley's giving me a look. It's kind of like when I research things like ghosts and such. Like I'm not judging. Not like 
fully committed to the belief, but I'm interested in you, finding out more. You just access that way too quickly. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, so she also attends church with her parents. And we just did a thing on Revelations and it was uh, interesting. So like they're talking about someone like a son of man um, who has, let's see here. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. His voice was like the sound of rushing water. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword. We're taking that literally? Like, that man's fucked. So this man is gushing water and a sword. Yes. And he's holding seven stars, which you can't do. No, you can't. So, like, if we're gonna talk about something Sounds like my ideal kind of guy. Like, let's, let's not take little. Maybe I should reevaluate Ashley this Bible on Tinder thing. must be holding minimum of seven, <laughs> seven stars. <laughs> Hit me up if you're all about that revelation. Because if your hands can't handle seven stars, they can't handle something this hot. Ow. <laughs> That's funny. I'm okay. so glad you're married. <laughs> me too. I, I Please go home and ask Hagrid how many stars he can hold. And he'll tell me, quiet woman, I'm asleep. <laughs> Okay, but surprisingly, this article doesn't just look at Revelation. It looks at... So in the beginning, it... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bible jokes. <laughs> Bible jokes. So it looks at Daniel, Matthew, Joshua, First Chronicles, Psalms, Isaiah. But the two verses I'm going to look up next is going to be Job 28, verse 24. For he views the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. And then Job 37, verse 3. He unleashes his lightning beneath the whole heaven and sends it to the ends of the earth. Ashley's face. <laughs> so both of these passages clearly state that the earth has ends. It has straight edges. It uh, this is what it says. You are correct. So this combined with the verse from Revelations means that the earth must be some sort of quadrilateral shape. What if it's a rhombus? That is one of, that's one of the options. And we're going to dive into why that's not the shape of the earth. What? Oh, I'm so, so this, excited. <laughs> so this article lists out the different types of quadrilateral shapes and then dives into why some of them are very incorrect. Is this a recent article? That's an excellent question. Is there a date on this? Uh, yes. July 28, 2019 is when it's last updated. Are you okay, Ashley? No. So There's now, people that concern me. <laughs> So now we're going to narrow down the possibilities. Okay. My vote is for rhombus. <laughs> My vote is for remulus. <laughs> rhombus and remulus for the geometric empire that was Rome. That was rhombus. <laughs> oh, well, we talked about it on the podcast. We have to go. There we go. To Rhombus? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, in narrow, narrowing down the possibilities, we can look at Isaiah 11, verse 12. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four quarters of the earth. A quarter means exactly one fourth. So, you have to have the earth with four corners. And it must be a shape that is divisible into four pieces that are all exactly the same shape and size. No, just the same size. Don't have to be the same shape. He says shape. 
Well, if it's a quarter... You realize a sphere can be divided into quarters. But this has to be perfect, so they all have to be the same size and the same shape. Bitch, I'm perfect, and none of my... One boob is so much bigger than the other, and I've got one eye that's a little wonky when I smile. Which which boob is the bigger one? Left. (laughs) Over her heart, because her heart's so big, it makes her That's actually really really common in women. Yeah? Yeah. It's... Never mind. Anyway, so we have... Four edges, quadrilateral shape, equal four pieces. Not all quadrilateral shapes can be divided into four congruent pieces. This leaves us with a limited number of quadrilateral shapes. I've said that word correctly a lot of times. You really did. I'm very proud of you. I will say this. If rhombus is out, my vote's on rectangle now. So in light of what we just learned, we are limited to square, non-square rectangle, which I don't know why they had to specify that. Well, it's because a square is a rectangle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rhombus. Oh, it's still in the game. Yeah. A non-rectangular, non-rhombic parallelogram. An isosceles trapezoid with three sides of identical length. Why three sides? Three sides of identical length. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's like a pyramid with the top cut off. Yeah. All right. An isosceles trapezoid with the shorter parallel side, third of the length of the longer parallel side. Would you like more champagne, Ashley? No, I'm fine. I'm here. And then finally, an isosceles concave quadrilateral, which kind of looks like the Star Trek symbol. So (laughs) I followed along to all of that. Yay. I love math. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to narrow it down even further. In Revelations 7 verse 1, it mentions the four winds, which gives us a last clue. Everyone knows that the four winds are north, south, east, west, right? While Revelations 7 1 clearly shows that the four angels are holding back these four winds. In order for each angel to hold back one of the four winds, it says he, I'm going to say they, they would have to be standing at the point of the earth from whence the wind originated. Thus, to hold back the north wind, an angel would have to be standing at the northernmost point on the earth. To hold back the south wind, the angel would have to be standing at the southernmost point, etc., etc. But wouldn't they be, they wouldn't be in the corners of the earth unless it was like a diamond shape? Yeah. It had to be a diamond if they were on the corners to get north, south, east, and west. They would have to be in the middle of each side if it was a square. Unless they're standing at the corners. But then that wouldn't be north, south, east, and west unless it was a diamond. You're just going to have to trust me. And, and these literal Bible verses, okay? Thank I you. have gone this long without trusting the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm okay. So basically this boils down to the four angels who have to be standing at the northernmost, southernmost, basically the extreme points of the compass. Mm-hmm. and Which is generally a circle. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just putting that out there. So we know they're standing at the four corners, and this means the four corners of the Earth are located at the compass points, Mm -hmm. a non-square rectangle, a non-rhombic parallelogram. So basically, there's certain shapes. Of the ones I listed before, there's only certain shapes where this would apply, where the north, south, east, west could be slapped on this shape. Okay. So only a rhombic shape can be aligned in this way. Therefore, we have to carefully examine all the clues in Revelation 7-1. Combined with the two Job passages, passage in Isaiah, the only two possible shapes for the earth are a square uh-huh. or a non-square rhombus. Rhombus is still in the game. Ashley's hand is up. What's up, Ashley? A rhombus is like when you take a rectangle and like slide the top over, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. No, that's wrong. Yeah. Why the earth must be square. Why must it be square? Because it's lame. 
Because God is perfect. It must be. This is serious, guys. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. God is perfect. Mm. Mm-hmm. God would therefore have created the earth in the most perfect shape possible the circle which i would argue is a sphere but that's not the point we're doing today (laughs) (laughs) case end point a good day sir so from the verses previously must be a rhombus so it makes good biblical sense that god would have created earth to be the most perfect kind of rhombus possible the most perfect kind of rhombus is the square it is rectilinear (laughs) (laughs) rebecca said rectal that's that's the most appropriate way i've heard earth described in a while (laughs) it's rectilinear quarters perfectly match the rectitude of god oh my god yes please more (laughs) Therefore, the earth must be square. <laughs> it to be square. Oh, my God. And, oh, it gets so much better. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Okay. And if that's not enough to convince you, consider this. Of all the nations on earth today, <laughs> I forgot about this. God loves the United States of America the most. <laughs> Proof towards this is evident from songs like God Bless America and from the fact that Pat Robertson's God's Chosen Spokesman lives in the U.S. She's taking off her headphones and leaving the table. This has been fun. Ashley, come back. You're welcome, patrons. I love you so much. I did this just for you. I'm so it's so great oh my god okay so uh, sorry so square earth the us of a is god's perfect nation that's where we're at all the references to all the different places in the bible how many of them take place in present day united states so as far as i understand nothing in the bible that we can confirm actually takes place in the united states there's some debate that the united states will play a role in revelations mm-hmm. but nothing actually takes place in the united states that's right because never mind never mind never mind so it gets even better question oh there's more there's <laughs> more guess what welcome back Fuck me. america's national pastime is Baseball, which takes place on a diamond. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Baseball is played on a diamond, which is a perfect square, oh. which I might add has its corners oriented to point towards the four compass points. Jesus. Okay. First one, <laughs> the diamond, the whole baseball field is well, considered not just the diamond. I know, but it goes on the claim that God created baseball. I mean, if you are a believer that God created everything, then yes, you are correct. God created baseball um, through the minds of man. But no, but God would not have made baseball into the national pastime of his favorite nation if he didn't have a higher purpose in mind for it. Clearly, his higher purpose is to show us the true shape of the earth. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... The earth must be perfectly square, just like the diamond-shaped field in God's chosen sport, which is capitalized, by the way, is square. What, chosen sport is capitalized? Yes. God's chosen sport, the sport of baseball, the godly sport that is square. The questions I have. It's so great. I mutilated a gummy bear. So there's more evidence. (laughs) 
there's more evidence towards why this is God's chosen sport. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Mm, no. Sure. I'm still confused on which uh, part. Really everything. <laughs> but how? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, uh, can you please use that in a sentence? <laughs> How does this make sense? I'm a, a part of me is curious because if you believe in flat earth, what makes you think it's round? So why couldn't it be square? Because people who believe in flat earth just take the earth as it is and just compact it because it, they're wrong. So, <laughs> but if you're going to be wrong, why not be wrong with a square? Also, how do they explain away pictures of Earth? Oh, the same way flat earthers do. They're all, you Photoshop. know, Photoshop. They're all rigged. They're not actually real. But, but Jesus loves astronauts and astronauts with my American astronauts. Allegedly. Jesus loves baseball players. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a bumper stamp? <laughs> Jesus loves baseball players. <laughs> I would put that sticker on my car so fast. It would be a great joke for us and the 19 people on Patreon. I don't care. It'd be a good joke for me. And that's all that matters. Hey, we know someone who does vinyl. We can get that. We can make that happen. Okay. But there's more evidence that baseball of the God baseball square earth connection. I'm so ready. And that is the shape of the base bags. Um, um, hmm. hold on. What? Which, by the way, home plate is not square. No, it's not. It's not. But that's not one of the bases. No. Well, it's home base. Is it? It's kind of like the base. It is the base. <laughs> the whole point of the... There's also the pitcher's mound, but that's technically not a base. No. But that is also square, right? No, it's a no. rectangle. It's a rectangle. Technically... Oh. You don't even have to have the rectangle. Technically, it's just a mountain and you can't cross the rectangle. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. I'm here for it. So the these pictures are devil's work. So, so these base bags, which are also perfectly square and oriented with their corners facing the compass points Duh. that the diamond does as a whole. And in fact, the grammar is horrible in this guy. So it's it's rough. So I have and, time for grammar. It's and in fact, Jesus. the baseball's most sacred ritual is called the world series oh my god the no what unless you doubt that baseball is a divinely inspired game i remind you i do i remind you that charlie mcdowell has noted that the 90 foot distance between home plate and first base which is just the right distance to make the game exciting was picked from heaven wouldn't isn't seven the heavenly number yes wouldn't it be like 77 feet also the distance changes based on what field you're playing on right and leagues and, and leagues so it doesn't make sense but it's fun but to think what about is mlb that's probably what they're referring to as major probably mm. yeah. okay hold on hold on Ooh, they also talk about what the earth rests on this will be fun so I, i've met atlanta braves players mm-hmm. can you introduce me to them what well these are like older ones uh, Chipper Jones, for one, used to live in a friend from high school's neighborhood, and he was a jackass. So I don't think he was very godly, and he uh, had quite the career in baseball. So I, I'll come back to this because I messaged the associate pastor at my parents' church about this. Well, when I found it, okay, so peek behind the curtain. I found this article, and then I talked to Tiffany. I'm like, you have to send this to your associate pastor, who also loves weird and strange 
like leaps of logic like this. Oh yeah, he's a conspiracy. And theorist. I think we got the pastoral version of what the fuck. Yeah. Um. He sent me a gif of Tyler Perry as Medea, and it says alert. <laughs> and then he said i actually have a paper out there in the world about the cuban revelation to read the bible literally is to mi- misunderstand what the bible is hashtag adventures and missing the point that's the whole point of this episode so straight from the mouth of pastor jeremy <laughs> <laughs> but how does he feel about baseball Sorry. uh you know if it weren't 11 o'clock at night i would message him but <laughs> okay so the supporting pillars 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 8, King James Version. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he hath set the world upon them. So all I got out of that was dust from the dirt at baseball and a dugout. This clearly shows that the earth rests on unspecified number of pillars. So it's not just a square earth. It's resting on pillars. But that are resting on what? what? It does. We might get to that. Seven stars. Seven mm-hmm. stars. There were seven lampposts in Revelations. Okay. Um, I was about to say there's seven innings in baseball. So That's there's not a true. No. There's a, there's <laughs> there, I mean, there are. There's nine innings. There are, there are seven. seven. There are seven, but the total is plus nine. Plus two. Yeah, that's plus two. Seventh inning stretch. Oh, it's the holy stretch. (laughs) Holy stretch. Okay, so this dives into a little bit of how you translate the Bible and blah, 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 blah. What the pillars themselves are resting on is unknown. They might be resting upon anything. Perhaps they are being held up by divine grace. Or a turtle. Or a turtle. (gasps) Or a space whale. Perhaps. in Doctor Who. Perhaps they're infinitely tall. All we know for sure is that a set of pillars beneath the earth must exist well and infinitely tall they have to be resting on something well then you can now from that point i can argue for this and i hate myself for it according to that logic the universe needs to be resting on something does it not is it infinite no gravity is a thing but no, if no, they believed in gravity that's, then that's not what she's asking oh the universe is infinite it goes on forever mm-hmm. so why couldn't the pillars but it has to end on something or what's the point of the pillars? Well, what's the point of the universe if it doesn't end? Because the universe contains things that make gravity happen. <laughs> but where's the end? It doesn't what matter is where beyond the, the universe. Is, where our solar system is what keeps us in orbit um, and what keeps guys, us. But what's beyond that? We're here to talk about square earth, not the universe. I can't. Duh. Okay, quick question. Is it a globe in square earth? What? Or not a globe. Um, What's it called? Uh, Like a snow globe. Uh, it does not dive into that, oh. but there is a verse in the Bible. And this is something. So there are Bible believers who believe in the flat earth and they do point to a verse. I will need to go back and Google it and figure out exactly where it is. But it's sort of like an analogy where someone sees stars inside the tent and it's enveloping the earth. So they do think it's some sort of type of snow globe. I don't like that. theory. Uh, it's, it's also a dream. The verse is about a dream. I mean, yes, but d- most of the Bible is about dreams and visions. So, no. <laughs> Just putting that out there. All right. Going back to the pillars. Okay, Let's pillars. do it. All we know for sure is that a set of pillars beneath the earth must exist. This means that hell, which is under the earth, is interrupted by pillars in some places. 
They turn into stripper poles. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> this may explain how Satan is going to break out of hell after thousands of years of peace and revelation. What, climb the pole? Just shimmies up the pole. Satan is uh, Perhaps he's going to climb up one of these yes, pillars. This is a speculation for another web page, however. I want to know more about this. Well, is the weird we- dude from Powerpuff Girl shimmying, shimmying up a pole for our demise right now? Him? Him? Yeah. Yes. I would follow him blindly into the unknown. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> if the devil was a drag person. Uh, oh, my God. I would be so happy. Hot damn. Okay, so hot take. I'm here for all of it. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> hot take. Best friend applications can be sent to... The P- ladies of strange PO box <laughs> hashtag twenty six <laughs> hashtag twenty six. That's what the lady said at the post office. The lady was also like eighty. I thought it was funny. It is funny, but no. So we have frequently asked questions. Okay, do tell. People have questions. No, I have you lots don't of questions. Say. Can I believe in the round Earth and still get into heaven? No. No. Yeah. No. You no? can't. As you know, if you do not accept every word in the Bible as literally true, you are not really accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and are doomed to burn in hell for all eternity. God won't let any half-assed believers into heaven. That's a literal quote. But someone can refer to other Christians as half-assed and they get to go? Right. So what about those pictures from space showing that the earth is round? <clears throat> just more proof that hollywood is in league with the devil yup well i know where i'm moving what hollywood wait <laughs> so the moon landing was done in a oh, hollywood right. studio right. it's at a film studio i thought it did said it hollywood. Say it was in hollywood i think it did so this dives into this whole other thing such as the movie capricorn one which is a documentary about how the apollo moon mission was faked yep someone in that uh oj simpson one of the stars in capricorn one was going to come forward with the truth but he was silenced by being framed for the murder of nicole brown simpson and ron goldman oh my god this is a conspiracy theory i want to look into the conspirators agreed to convince the jury to hand over a not guilty verdict only because oj simpson promised not to go public with the cover-up oh my god hold on hold on i'm writing this down can't wait you're welcome would you guys like to know how airplanes work? Back in the time of planes. Back in the time of planes. How come no airline pilots have ever reported seeing the edge of the earth? Airline pilots are also in league with the devil. Obvi. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your protection. If true believers are allowed to pilot airliners, many planes would instantly become unmanned during the pre-tribulation rapture, thus crashing and killing everybody on board. <laughs> When crossing the equator or the prime meridian, airline pilots have to make a sharp 90 degree turn to follow the square contours of the earth. They hide this fact by blaming it on turbulence. (laughs) I don't even know where to go with this. It's so great. Okay, so I shared this with my cousin whose dad is a pilot and... While he was wrapped up in like the whole O.J. Simpson thing, I was like, oh, by the way, your dad's in league with the devil. You might want to talk to him about that. Did he? Probably. Uh And his dad was like, yes, and? It's like, "Uh, send me that article, please. So I have questions. Comments. Concerns. Concerns. 
Okay, first of all, I don't understand how people believe in flat earth. Second of all, if I were to assume flat earth were a thing, I could see how people would question it being a square. Personally, I would prefer a rhombus. But I could see how if you believe in flat earth, you roll with a square because there's no evidence to it being round versus a square. But my next question is, the logic here is that there is no logic. That's more than I expected. Okay, so that's the thing. Obviously, I don't believe I don't believe in flat earth. <laughs> Obviously, I don't believe in flat earth. I just think it's a really, really fun, logical exercise. It is. But flat earth had L- more wait, logic wait, wait, wait. to it Pop. than Eek. square. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you just say logical exercise? Yeah, it's an exercise in logic. It's something it's like it's something you should do. Like if some <laughs> okay. faces she's making. It's it's something you should do. So someone comes up to you with a different opinion, it's okay to think about it logically and go down that rabbit hole. I'm not saying you're going to end up with the same conclusion. I'm saying you need to go down and understand maybe how they got to that opinion and it helps you understand that person or their opinion more and helps you combat it. I get that. And for the most part, I'm a very open person and I'm willing to hear somebody's side of just about anything. But there's not a whole lot of logic that can go against the shape of the earth. I know. But devil's advocate over here. (laughs) not if you're defending square earth truth heaven's advocate over here (laughs) (laughs) sorry tiffany just burst into flames she'll be back (laughs) i'll be back momentarily the proof we have of round earth if you believe that the government is just one giant conspiracy and is trying to hold the people down, I could see how you would believe that they're doing everything they can to try to make you think the earth is round. Why they would do that, I don't know. But I could see that train of thought. Wrong as it may be, I could see it. Also, is this a satirical website? Because it has to be. Like, God bless America. I- honestly can't (laughs) tell god bless america like i started reading through it the whole reason i started reading through it is because it listed like eight or nine different bible verses so i read through the bible verses i was like okay if you're taking these out of context i can understand why this would be an argument towards flat earth but then the more i started reading through this and realized god's favorite sport is baseball and pilots are in league with the devil i'm like okay something's up Well, if you had to choose what God's favorite sport was, what would you pick? Bowling. That's what happens in thunderstorms. That's the angels. I've always heard it was God. Oh, we always said it was the angels on their off days. God doesn't get those. Curling. We have more facts. Curling. That's a good one. Can can I have a cookie before? (laughs) We need sugar. (laughs) I need need a treat to get through these facts so question couldn't the phrase four corners of the earth and revelations 7 1 merely be a commonly used metaphor for the farthest reaches of the earth spoiler yes it is <laughs> uh, beware of the slippery slope of interpreting a biblical passage as a metaphor for that way surely leads to death next you'll be saying the earth wasn't created in six literal days or that the earth wasn't literally split in two in genesis ten twenty-five. the second part i don't know what he's talking about and then your daughters will grow up to be temple prostitutes and your children will learn how to cast real spells by playing dungeons and dragons Ooh, really and locusts <laughs> and locusts will descend upon israel and 
lions will lie down with lambs that which is a quote from the bible by the way they've already kicked god out of our schools because of such thinking don't let satan convert even more souls away from the one true way that he already has what was the genesis verse uh 1025 okay here's the deal that sounds like hella fun i mean not the locusts on israel that part would suck but the rest of it cuddle sheep and my kid can cast spells see my favorite part about this is it goes to a very sexist statement from your daughters will grow up to be temple prostitutes and then talks about dungeons and dragons right like i don't follow well because clearly for a woman to do something wrong she has to be a sexual worker but your man, your children, your sons, that's the word I was looking for, would be a wizard. Your male offspring. Because that's the only way a man can do something wrong is become a warlock. <laughs> I just... <laughs> you can beat your wife, you can beat your kids, you can cheat, but that's, you know, just for God's sakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't become a wizard. A wizard. <laughs> um. So in this... I wonder if flat earthers are um, people who interpret the Bible literally, if they are for slavery, if they are for multiple wives, if they are for okay. not wearing polyester blends. Does quick, it say something about slavery in the Bible? Oh, yeah. It condones quick, it. Quick clarification. So you have the Old Testament, which is Genesis through Malachi? Uh, give me a second. I can. Try. I don't remember the last book of the Old Testament, but the Old Testament is where you get those laws, such as women can't cut their hair, you shouldn't wear polyester, that type of thing. Jesus comes in the New Testament, and that's when everything resets, and God says, "This is how you get to heaven. You accept." Me and my son, which is the same person. That's a discussion for another time to be my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. And that's how that works. That completely dissolves everything done in the Old Testament. So none of that is okay in the New Testament, correct? <sighs> Reward that? Like none of that's okay in the New Testament, like the slavery. No. And the, okay. That makes me feel a little bit better, but. But you can't just. Hmm. The Bible confuses me. Yeah, there's a reason people spend years studying it. And it's, well, see, the thing that I think is interesting is one of the gentlemen, two of the gentlemen at my parents' church are multilingual and they read Greek and they read Hebrew and they read a couple other things and they like go through and they tell us like, okay, this is what it's saying. But if you read the original translation or the original text or as far back as we can go and confirm that this Mm -hmm. is what it is, it has a completely different context. Yeah. So if you read the Bible literally, you're reading thousands of translations later. Yeah. So there's no way that you're reading it properly. So that's part of Church Kid. I grew up in this. That's one reason why it's incredibly important as a Christian to sit down with your Bible and study it every day. Because part of the idea is you not only read it, but you are getting guidance from God to what it actually means. Granted, that leaves a lot of room for interpretation for people to go wherever they want with it. But you got to do your due diligence. But yet horoscopes are questioned because that sounds a lot like a horoscope to me. I will say this. From being around a bunch of people in church, I think I made it pretty clear that I am a non-believer. I like a lot of the things they pull from the Bible. 
because as I listen to it, I try to pull everything I can as a non-believer and apply it to my life to be a better person. And I get a lot out of it. It's really fascinating. But then I meet people who say, well, this says A, B, and C, and you don't follow that. So you are going to hell and I don't want any part of you. And I'm like, cool. Thanks for weeding yourself out of my life. Right. And we're on to the next step. And I don't understand how you can read something that's been translated thousands of times and like cut people out of your life. I'm not saying that Christianity or any other religion for that matter is a cult. So let me go ahead and put that out there before this gets misconstrued. But that is very cult-like way of thinking is they like project all of the positive and all of the great aspects of not just Christianity, every religion. Mm -hmm. You look into any religion, a majority of the information that you're going to find on it is all the good that they do and the good things that they stand for. But once you're actually involved in that religion, you're going to also have the people and read the rites or passages or whatever the case is in that religion that they're referred to as that are very wrong, in my personal opinion. And it's, I, I just have a really, really hard time with organized religion. And I try not to no, offend anyone because if that's what you believe and that's what makes you happy and that's who you want to follow or whatever, kudos. I'm glad you have that. Absolutely. I just have a really hard time with and it. See, and that's the thing, um, coming from personal experience, there's a lot of Christians who have a lot of trouble with organized religion for that exact reason. Yeah. Well, the way I see it, you have different people who believe different things within the same religion. But you also have like, for Christianity, you've got people like Westboro Baptist Church. <sighs> they are not a typical Christian, but that's what a lot of people associate with Christians. Right. So like, I try to look at it from all different aspects. And a few years ago, I probably said, I don't like organized religion, which even still, I don't know if I do. But I mean, I, mean, I don't. Yeah. But I also really enjoy going to my parents' church. As a non-believer, I enjoy going to church every week. I enjoy pulling what I can from the message. I enjoy the people. I enjoy the love there and the fact that they are very open and accepting and make a point to welcome all. So I'm I'm kind of in a conundrum state with that. Can I get on a soapbox for a little bit? Yes, absolutely. So a big problem today is what gets put into the media, which is the Bible beating the loud people who are like, it's black and white. It's always this way. And the message is always filled with hate. Whereas the people that I've experienced and I personally have like in my life who generally believe this and generally follow God and Jesus's teachings, like you wouldn't recognize it from talking to them for 30 minutes. Right. Because they they love people. They'll love you unconditionally because that's the whole point. You're supposed to love people. It's not your place to judge. Right. right? It's not your place to do that. So the fact that people like there is a time and place where people do need like maybe to how do I phrase this? There is a time and place to be like, no, you are wrong. But nowadays it's Christianity is used so much as a weapon and not as a way to love people because it's not Christian's place to judge people. Right. That is God's place. No matter what you believe in the world, Christianity, what it boils down to, Christians aren't supposed to be judging people. In the end, that's God's job. Yeah. See, and I think growing up in the South and living in the South currently, the churches that you guys are describing and the situation that you guys are describing, those are the minority. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Because I grew up 
in a Southern Baptist church and it was the exact opposite. And like I said, I've gone to churches and I've enjoyed my time and I enjoy the people. My majority of my family consider themselves Christian and practice and study the Bible. And Mm -hmm. do I just, there's so many things that they agree with and preach that I can't. And I have so many people that I adore that have never felt and will never feel comfortable, no matter how good the people inside the church are that just have a really, really hard time standing Absolutely. And again, like I said, I know that a lot of it is our upbringing and the people that I've been around, but that's the minority in churches around here. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes it really hard. Oh, absolutely. I almost Corona sneezed on you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that fun conversation of flatter took a nosedive really quickly. Well, it wouldn't be a nosedive. It would be a. So, can we quickly talk about. What I can do in my community to make the heathenous round earthers see the light? Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> Step one is show them this webpage. Well, That'll do it. And then you take your own Bible and show them the passages. If that does not convince them, you can use your Bible to hit them on the head and <laughs> shout Earth Square. Yes. That's a religion I can get behind. <laughs> All right. Now I'm on board. Okay. Earth Square. Earth Square. <laughs> Hold square dances where you hand out international square earth society literature because apparently square dancing is the holy dance. Duh. duh. As long as you do it on a baseball field. What about four square? <gasps> that must be the holy Ooh. schoolyard game. I don't know. <laughs> four square. Marching picket lines in front of globe manufacturers with signs reading Earth Square. So this is about the point I decided this might be parody. It better be. Um. So signs reading Earth is square. Satan says the Earth is round. No round Earth, etc. Boycott Rand McNally, which I didn't Google before presenting here, but it's Patreon. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Rand McNally is a publisher. Buy Square Earth Maps. Ooh, I need one for the studio. <gasps> yes okay no we're okay <laughs> buy square earth maps and place them prominently in classrooms and on bulletin bo- boards yell at the school board and demand equal time for the equally valid scientific theory that the earth is square while reminding them that the notion of a round earth is just a theory brand mcnally publishes textbooks i also just dropped a piece of cookie and champ my champagne <laughs> <laughs> Hold up signs saying Revelation 7-1 for the cameras at football games. Because apparently football game is an unholy sport. But not baseball. Not baseball. No, baseball is holy. There's so much one person can do to spread the word. <laughs> I love this website so much. Um, I have lots of feelings on it. It's so... I don't think any of them are good. <laughs> but there are a lot of them there. I love how you're saying this the entire time holding an empty champagne flute. And you're just like, I have opinions that they might be incorrect in their assumptions. Right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm getting all the good glitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I've tortured y'all enough with my update on Flat Earth. This was a, a choice. <laughs> <laughs> that was a choice no i think it's fascinating that people i really hope nobody believes in this one i feel like that one was um satirical enough to be fake by the end yeah i hope that's the case if not like fuck man send your kids to school see like so when i researched Sorry, delayed reaction. So what, so when I researched flat Earth, there was like enough there. It's like okay, people actually thought about this and sat down and did the time. It's like okay, not true, but yeah, they thought it through. And then I found this web page through someone on our Discord channel, and I was like, oh dear. Uh, 
I thought this person was a friend of mine. <laughs> I may need to reevaluate my online friendships. But like, I, I seriously just spend a night reading through this channel or reading through this web page and then sending it to everyone else who I thought would get a kick out of it, which isn't all that many people. I mean, Pastor Jeremy got a kick out of it. So. It's fantastic in the worst possible way. I, oh, my God. It's um, it's something. So that is Rebecca's update to Round Earth. Are we done now? <laughs> <laughs> Not with this episode in general. This one's fine. But after this, are there going to be more updates? Is it going to be like um, Triangle Earth? That's not a perfect shape. Unless it's in a Sosceles Triangle. Oh, the perfect shape could be a triangle. Nope, I am wrong. Equilateral. Damn it, Rebecca. Didn't you mess up triangles on another episode recently? No, she got it right. She thought she got it wrong, but she got it right. She said, Um, am I being obtuse? So That's angles, not triangles. It was acute. A cute angle. <laughs> um, she just chugged her champagne. But that's that's all I have her flat earth. So, so it sounds like every six months I'm going to give y'all an no. update. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Tune in for Rebecca's Corner where she records by herself. Triangle Earth Society. Fucking shit. Are you serious? Balls. Send me send me the links. No. Okay. Tetrahedral Wait. hypothesis. Thank you. Well, Give her six months, folks. Yep. She'll have another update for you. What the hell? What will that be in six months? What are we in right now? March. That'll be like October. So that means that I have six months to figure out how to turn in my resignation letter. (laughs) It's an obsolete scientific theory. You don't say. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Yeah. On that note, (laughs) this is Rebecca's update to the flat earth discussion. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I don't think it was quite worthy of putting out on the main feed. Well, and only having one article and there lots of there champagne. Literally, was not a whole lot of information on this. Can't imagine why. And I did quote a lot from the article. The link to the article will be within the show description of this post. There is an email bag where people ask him questions and he responds to it. So if you want to just one, this whole theory is one person so far. Yeah, that's as far as I can tell. So if you want to dig a little farther into that or want some like fantastic reading, highly recommend. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. I stumbled upon something on the flat earth society dot org. That is. Whoa. It starts with the world is a triangle and then quickly dissolves into reincarnation and stealing people's bodies. It's great. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to stop looking at that. So, hello, Patreon. Hey. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. We love you guys. I'm going to go eat candy now. I hope you enjoyed this, even with the very serious religious tangent in the middle of it. I mean, it wasn't, I, mean I think I've made it pretty clear where I stand. Hopefully no one's shocked by that and it was not meant to offend Oh, God, no. No. We're, we're extremely open-minded unless it comes to flat earth, apparently. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if that's what helps you sleep better at night and that's what you want to believe, you do, you boo, boo. But I have no problem telling you wrong that you're stupid. <laughs> my favorite quote right now is, boy, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think that applies here. That is beautiful. There's so much glitter on my face. Every time I blink, it's like I'm at a drag show and I'm so happy. All right, guys. We love you. We love you. Indeed. Stay safe. Yes. That. (laughs) That. 
Thank practice you. social distancing unless in general us. even when this is over right <laughs> just just keep your distance only make love with masks and gloves on that it's could fine. be somebody's thing i don't know not kink shaming at all all right whoa and on <laughs> that note we depths. love you bye patreon we love you Bye-bye. climbed right up the pillar <laughs> <laughs>